Spurs versus Liverpool. The Old Firm in Europe's Big League. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. What a night at Ibrox, but not in a good sense for the Rangers fans. It finished Rangers 1, Liverpool 7, and for the next hour, we're going to try our best to look at where it went wrong. 01419511025. Let's not hang about Andrew in shots. How does it feel to be a Rangers fan after that? I absolutely terrible. Uh, I just feel like uh, uh, telling them they should walk tomorrow, but it's no right to let a manager go halfway through the season. Um, and they, how what Rangers manager can come back after that? It's impossible, mate. Uh, See, is, is, is it that bad, Andrew? Because obviously, I know, I know it's a terrible result. Don't get me wrong, but because of the the level of opposition and, and, and so on, is it that bad? Do you think is that an unforgivable result? Uh, Kent it needs to go. Um, basically, who can come back for that? There's no Rangers manager that can t- come back for that. Uh, it's good, but. You can't get rid of a manager at the start of the season, really. Well, I mean, you, you can. I mean, we're not at the start. We're, we're in October. But whether that's... I don't know, is it, is it, that, is it, is it that bad? Yeah, well, It's an embarrassing defeat. Uh, as I said before, I would like to know when the last time Rangers conceded seven goals at Ibrox. We, we spoke about the atmosphere, the fans that would play their part in it. But the players didn't play their part in it tonight. Um, they did the first half. They were very, very good, so we need to give them credit for that. But... To collapse like that in the second half It is embarrassing There's no getting away from that um, If Giovanni Van Bronckhorst doesn't come out and say that's embarrassing I'll be shocked um, Because he's got to be open and honest about that second half performance It just isn't good enough um, For Rangers mm. Football Club Yeah, see listen if, if Rangers don't think he's the man to take Rangers forward Then they move on from him I, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do But they need to look long term is it fair to ask those questions tonight or is that a, a reactionary thing straight after full time? I, yeah, I, I think tonight it's, it's, it's a difficult one. Um, I think, you know, tempers and kind of your emotions and everything else will be extremely high. As Cammy said there, they'll be embarrassed. Everyone will be embarrassed by that. Players, manager, everybody else, fans. Um, so it's a difficult thing to do. I, it's tough because you're, oh, you're looking at the league table during a break and they're a couple of points behind Celtic. But that performance in the second half, as good as they were in the first half, they were as bad in the second half. So it's a tough one. I, mm. I think you have to... Listen, I don't want to ever talk about managing I just don't think it's the right time for them to be trying to change manager, if I'm honest, on the back of just, mm. just one defeat like this. Uh, let's fly through a couple of opinions quickly and see, get, you know take the temperature, if you like. Um, Billy's also a Rangers fan in Springburn. What words would you use to sum that up tonight, Billy? I'm not only taking LA for Liverpool, but it was actually a joke. And I think Van Brooks was to go. And they'll get better. But left back, can he go forward? Can he be brave? Kent's just not interested. I don't even know why he's even getting a game. The defence, no, no tackle anybody. It was actually embarrassing. I mean, and I hate to say that about my team, but the manager needs to go because he's sitting watching that, putting the players out there. He can't pass a ball forward. Kent doesn't want the ball. He's sitting watching that for what, three quarters of the game before he makes a change. I mean, it's, a, it's actually embarrassing. He needs to go. And the manager can come back to a 7-1 defeat against in Europe. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. If you think that's Rangers class as a manager, you should, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be at Rangers' mice. Even if it's against you know, a team of Liverpool's stature in the, in the Champions League? It's not just one game. It's not just one game. Yeah. Been rattled the, the last three games. I mean, rattled. I mean, it's, it's actually embarrassing. And I'm not saying we're better than the team. Of course we're not. 
But his play's terrible. You get a defensive can defend you. A young boy playing centre half. It's, it's actually it's totally embarrassing. It's interesting, Cammy, because the, Billy's made a, a, at least a fair acknowledgement that it's not only about tonight. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst doesn't have. He doesn't have loads of goodwill in the tank amongst the Rangers fans. He's got some. He got, yep. them, he got them to a Europa League final. And they're two points behind Celtic. He has some goodwill in the tank for some Rangers fans. But it's not like up until kick-off tonight, everyone thought he was the, the greatest Rangers manager ever. Far from that. So you then add the nature of the defeat tonight, the scoreline, to that existing feeling. And that that's why we're hearing comments like Billy's and the caller before him. Yeah, again... There always has been, or certainly recently, a lot of question marks over Giovanni. Is he the man to take Rangers forward? And that's what I keep on hampering on about. Is he the man that, that progresses Rangers? Have they progressed since Steven Gerrard? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Listen, they, they had a great run in the, the Europa League last season. Um, but this season's been sticky. Mm-hmm. It's been a sticky start. Tonight's a hammer blow. I think um, there will be a lot of raw emotion tonight um, and, and huge question marks over the manager. But there has to be question marks over the players as well. They need to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. See if Rangers players can't make tackles and engage players because they're scared that they're going to get taken on and get beaten. Th- then they shouldn't be playing for Rangers because you need to have broad shoulders to be out there and you need to you need to really be able to mix it when you need to... I just felt Rangers team can't collapse like that at Ibrox. They can't. Uh, Billy, would you put the second half collapse down to? I put it down to basically the team. I mean, the team's not got any better. And they say last year when we played in the year, it was everybody has team. It's Jedder's team. I mean, he better think of it and go through it. He's done well. But he, he's, we're going back really. And the defence is a joke. We never, never covered a percent and a half. A couple of injuries. We did. got a young boy. I'm not blaming young boys. Young boys learn these trade. But you could actually go. Uh, a journeyman centre-half and paid a couple hundred thousand he played him at the end of the season. They went against the Celtic shot a, a recognised centre-half and right through Europe. With the money they make, they couldn't put, get, get as a centre-half. No, they're centre-half would have fixed that. Because Barisic's in Kent. And I, I know keep going on. But it was other ones that never done a job. But they, but they too are scared. They can't go forward. He turns his back in the ball. He turns your back in the ball. I mean, a, a, a defender. And Kent doesn't want the ball. I, I want you. He shouldn't be in the team. He shouldn't have that put in the reserves or something. Everyone's going to get it in the neck after that Cammy are, are those two High up on the list of, of Players who underperformed tonight Yeah because I think they've been underperforming For a, a number of games now It's not just about tonight um, I think you look at Barisic For a number of the goals tonight But you can look at a, a few other players Experienced players that probably let themselves down tonight But there's been question marks Over him for a long time now and Again, as I said, it's all about being brave as being a Rangers player. You need to be able to engage players and, and go make tackles when you need to. Um, the goal that really got me was when he just backed off for Salah to basically curl in. Like, it was like a, a training goal for him. Like Again, you need to engage these players. If you let them have that time and space and vision of a, an open goal, basically, then he's going to slide it in the corner. He's, he's that good, but yeah, it's really, really disappointing. One of them scared to defend. Or one of them scared to go forward, and one of them doesn't want the ball. I think was Billy's assessment of that left-hand side pair for Rangers. Marvin, how much did they struggle tonight? They did, but I still think in the first half that their performance. We're talking about Kent going in behind, etc. Talked about a couple of balls, Barisic, but I just think it was the second half. They literally took their foot off the gas, and they went from you know doing well to 
to as Billy said that it kind of were awful in the second half and I said it before the game that left hand side for them and the right hand side for Liverpool is going to win or lose in the game and, and tonight it lost and Barisic even a third goal there dropping back he's looking across the line has to stay in line with the rest of the defenders. It was just some of the defending was shambolic and not acceptable for a top team. Tough question, I accept, Billy. But do you think you'll still feel the same about the manager in the morning? Is is it maybe one of these things because it's just full time, or is he done for you? No, it's basically done for me. It needs his respect. He's, he's not. He's, he's, he plays his boat. I'm not even getting again. His players, so-called players, and when he did this fault, they sent a half position and off a couple of hundred thousand pounds until we got a couple of guys fit. I found quite strange, I know. And he keeps playing Kent. And I know Kent's got it. But see, we can't date five or six weeks. There's other guys out there who want to play that wear that jersey. So why keep playing guys like you didn't? Because it's going to cost him his job. And they keep saying the players. It's him that puts the players on the park. So this players did the last for me. Then the day, it's his 11 players. He's accountable. Like any manager on any job. If he didn't do his job, he needs to go. It's simple as that. Simple as that. I think Billy's angry, to say the least. Scots and Govan... How angry are you after that, Scott? Uh, hi, Gordon, Marvin, Mary. Hello. Um, I left at four. Um, I'm really pleased I did, but I thought the second half was embarrassing. Um, I'll agree with was that is that Andrew? It was the first caller. Yeah. Um, I I agree with him. Um, Ken, I, I don't know what Ken was doing in the park for the whole game, but. It wasn't just him the same half, the whole team. Uh, as soon as Goldson got taken off, and I hope that's not a, a bad injury, he's walked halfway. Um, yeah. No, nah, it's, it's embarrassing. We shouldn't be losing 7-1. I mean, I, I hate to tell you, Scott, right, but see if you thought it was bad. You've not seen 5, 6 and 7. It was uh, it, it, it got worse, Cammy. Yeah. Scott left early. Scott left at 4, and that's how he's feeling. I'm not sure how he'd feel if he'd stayed to the end and Rightly so, listen, the Rangers fans play, pay a lot of money And have followed the club for a long time To to see their team get beat by Liverpool Probably wasn't a shock um, But in that manner And by that many goals at Ibrox At your own stadium Is embarrassing And, and uh, yeah, you've got to Again, look at the, the players on the pitch I, I understand everyone's pointing the finger at Gio But he he puts the players on the pitch. I, I agree with that. Yes, he he's he's the man that's accountable for all these these players playing. But it was almost as if the the fight just got drawn right out of them towards probably the last three goals. I, me and Marv were speaking off um, off air and we're saying like when you're getting beat by four one, you sharp shop. You don't concede any more goals. You don't embarrass yourself at home. And Rangers allowed that to happen. And that's the players that have allowed that to happen. There's a bit of this that I expected, um, Scott, you know, after the game, after a result like that, I expected people to call for the manager's head. What I didn't maybe expect was it to be every caller. Are you a bit more relaxed about him, his role in this? or? Well, actually, I was sitting, when we were 2-1 down, I said to my mate, um, he's jumping under threat here now um, because he's got a, a goal there. And my mate turned around to me and said, I will be different if it comes out 4 1. Well, it's coming out 7 1. So I think, I don't think he'll walk, but I think his job is seriously under threat now. Um, and I don't want to see any manager go, and especially somebody like Gio, but it's just, he's the one, you're right, Cammy, he's the one that's picking the team, and the team will go to go and perform. But he's still picking, it, it, Gordon, did I not say that the other night there, that he's waiting to the last minute? 
before changing a player like McGregor, uh, McLaughlin for McGregor. Again, he's waiting to the last minute to change it instead of just getting it by the scruff and saying, right, I'm changing this. So, nah, the team's all wrong for me, so it is. If we were to go through every individual one of these and, and debate whether they were right, we would be here all night, Marvin. But in terms of the role that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst plays, the, the, it does seem like there's a lot going on with team selection at the moment. And this is not reactionary because I said this before the game. Sakala goes from like never featuring mm-hmm. to starting a game against Liverpool. Tillman goes from being a main part in the start of the season to I've got no idea where he is. Sometimes it's Matondo. Sometimes it's Cholak who scores for fun in the league and then it reverts to Morelos. But actually it was Cholak tonight. Right or wrong, there's a lot. it seems there's a lot going on with the team selection. Yeah, most definitely. There's a lot of tinkering going on. And and at times I get it because if someone's, you know, not performing well uh, or somebody else is performing better than them, you know, in better form, etc., then, yeah, bring them in or take them out. But I definitely agree with what you're saying. There has been a lot of tinkering. And today, one thing, just talking on today's result, and we're speaking about the first half and how well they didn't have hard they pressed, but we spoke about how leggy a few of them looked. And I wonder if for the second half, it was just a fitness thing. I wonder if all their, they had no, nothing left to give. I running on fumes and Liverpool went the other way I wonder if that's what it is but if that's the case and you're tired mm. after 45 minutes in the Champions League that's a massive massive worry Gordon uh, I mean on that I would you know, get the point and Rangers look Rangers were decent in the first half but it didn't strike you as being like a superhuman effort did it? No but it's the turnovers it's the pressing it's everything like that look at when Rangers played uh, Liverpool last week at Anfield and they tired towards the end of that game also and they didn't press nearly as hard in the first half they put a lot into it an awful lot into it. They they worked hard. They have second balls. They were pressing when the ball went, you know, back towards uh, mm-hmm. Allison and everything. I just felt in the second half, it was it was everyone. It was every player, you know. And I said at the start of it, you need nine, ten players to perform at their peak to beat Liverpool. The first half they did that. The second half, yeah. you were lucky they, to get one or two. They, they were very disjointed in the second half. And again, if that's down to fitness, so I think you need to the manager needs to identify that at three yep. one and say let's just sit in, keep our shape, make it difficult for. Liverpool, they made it easy for Liverpool. But you address that in, in, in uh, if your players aren't fit enough at this point, yeah, if, no, if it is that, you have to address that. 100%. And that's 100%, on the manager rather than the players. Yeah, I, I, I get that. And, and But again, as, as players, I just think the individual errors tonight, the, the sort of lack of fight, belief, everything that looked mm-hmm. on the Rangers players' faces um, towards the end of that game, it, it, it's quite worrying, to be honest. Um, John is in Annie's land. I mean, John... Someone will play back the calls from before the game They're on the podcast There was a lot of positivity There was a feeling amongst Rangers fans who phoned in That they could maybe get at this Liverpool team And they could get something Fast forward a couple of hours It couldn't have been more different So how does it feel looking back on it now? Uh, I'd just like to say guys uh, I'm a first time caller So thank you for having me on Pleasure Uh, um, No honestly I'm totally utterly gutted Um, I've not never been a big fan of Gio's, to be honest. When he first came, I was like, great. I think he's an ex-player. He's going to do is a great turn. But I've actually, honestly, the more I see his team selections, his choices, eh, I'm not just blaming him for tonight. I think the players did actually freeze in the second half. I thought the first half, they were very good. But um, for me, I'm just actually gutted, to be honest. I think it's the worst memory that I've got uh, at this level of football and it's just absolutely soul destroying for me um, and that, that's the bit that's going to be tough for, for the manager in the coming days Cammy. we don't know how his employers feel about this but yep. in many ways the people who are the most important are his fan base um, 
And John said I mean I was never a huge fan anyway And there will be a lot of people like that Not them all But if you've If you've already Got some convincing to do For the fans And then that happens That's tough Yeah the pressure's ramped Right up on Gio at the moment The scrutiny Everyone will be looking at his reaction It'll be interesting As I say To see what he says After the game Because for me I think he needs to say A lot of the right things um, I think he needs to come out and be honest and open that it was embarrassing um, and not good enough for Rangers and he, he needs to kind of try and again he'll be looking at it and trying to explain in his head of why the collapse happened so quickly um, but yeah he needs to he, he will take some responsibility but I think he also needs to put some blame onto the players because they weren't good enough they, they conceded too many soft sloppy goals um, but yeah, the, the the jury is massively out And it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few days um, Which players need to take the blame as well though, John? It's obviously not all the manager, I assume No, I actually think uh, there's a few players that really should step up to the plate I think you've got guys like Tavernier who, Tavernier is great going forward I don't think he's got much at the back, to be honest But um, it's more, to me, it's just that there's no organisation in there I just think that uh, the guy's not got a clue what he's doing, to be perfectly honest. I really don't think he has. And when he came to uh, Rangers last year, we had a six-point lead or whatever it was, six or seven-point lead. We blew that. Um, I know we got to the Europa final, which was great. And I still believe, honestly, in my heart of hearts, Aaron Ramsey carried the can for that final, losing it. Aaron Ramsey could have made a difference during the game, not being brung on just to take a penalty. I just basically think he could have actually made a difference for us. I don't use guys think about that. I must admit, I, t- I didn't expect oh. to be talking about Aaron Ramsey tonight. <laughs> you were his biggest fan, Marvin. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're working over old ground slightly, but I think in the bigger picture, what Matt's getting at is he feels there was a certain amount of damage done prior tonight. Anyway, that's um, uh, sorry, John's take on things. Yeah, and, and listen, he's got the facts to back him up. Like you said, the point swing that's happened. You know, yes, getting to the European uh, Europa League final, but you know, none of that can master the seven-one defeat today. And, and for me, that probably puts Rangers out of Europe because you know I think it's eleven goal difference now, eleven goal swing they've got with Ajax. That's basically your four points, aren't you? You yeah. have to you have to beat Ajax and then draw the next game. And hope Ajax lose both. It, it it's such a you know the defending today and some of the players that take accountability. Listen, there's no doubt about it, but. A lot of that, I think, is going to fall on the manager's door. And, and right, so when you're a manager and these things happen, you know, it falls at your door. Uh, right, thank you, John and Annie's land. Uh, well, go on then. One more before the break. Why not? Matt's a Rangers fan and Pollock. Every single caller, Matt's saying manager out. Is it that bad? Or are you finding a bit more of a sort of calm take on things, which might be tough after that game? Uh, well, first of all, before I start slotting who I think was to blame tonight, well, the Rangers recruitment at the, the transfer window was, was a disaster. The, the, the board of directors need to have a look at the sale as well before we start slating Van Bronckhurst. Mm-hmm. Who could he have put on the part tonight that made a difference with the squad he's got? Right, you've got Barisic, who's a racehorse, who had blinkers to go in the direction he should be going. Tavernier. The amount of boys that Rangers gave away, they started off well, 15 minutes, scored the goal, whatever it was, right? We pushing on to uh, Liverpool, right? And Golson gets injured. McGregor made a couple of mistakes in a standing game last week. Let's look at the recruitment at Ibrooks, right? I've changed my training. I was coming on to slaughter players and slaughter Van Brockers, <laughs> but the recruitment at Ibrooks, at the transfer window, it was a disgrace. They brought John Shooter on, uh, signed in, injured, still injured, right? 
who's recruited him? Where is the, the, the players that should? Steve Davis, yeah, I'm 61. He's half my age. They bring him on. If you look at another midfield player at Highbrook, what the young boys that, that, that played in the, the League Cup? Give him a chance. The recruitment at Highbrook over the, the transfer window was shocking. Now, the last time Rangers got beat 7 1, I remember it was 1957 with Celtic at Parkhead. Right? This is a disaster the, night, the amount of time they lost the ball. The players that were non-existent, they, did, they took stage fright. Liverpool, were, they're not talking about Liverpool in a great team. Liverpool, when they just scored first, they're there for the team. Then we start to gain the ball, we make mistakes, make mistakes. You know what I mean? I, I thought, I, I'm, I'm shattered, man. I feel I'm going to my bed. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair, it's after the night. Yeah, that's, not, that's fine. Um, you know it's a bad result when... The recruitment department's getting it 20 minutes after full time they Genuinely yeah. there, There's something extra critical about that Where it's so bad You actually go beyond who you saw on the pitch And go straight up the stairs But it's, it's the changes isn't it it's the, it's the changes that Matt's talking about what, you know, what, Who could they bring on You know, I think Davis is the only midfielder Of any sort of experience That they could bring on the pitch They're in the Champions League You know, They've got money for being in the Champions League They haven't spe- spent it They've got a left back on the bench And you know, people have been talking about Barisic so far this season Not being great He's poor again tonight if, if they don't change mm-hmm. a left back, then that tells you something's awfully wrong. But if you're going to spend that money on a left back and he's not good enough to, to play domestically for you at this moment in time, again, you know, Matt's right to question the recruitment. Just out of interest, Matt, because I'm waiting on are it, just one Rangers fans out of interest to come on and say, no, it's too early to be talking about sacking the manager. Is that the way you feel, or are you on board with all the previous callers? No. I, 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 I've had boys in my work. I, I feel like pounding a sickie in the morning, but I can't. I need to face them. Right? <laughs> Especially now that you've just outed yourself on the radio, Matt. I know. Right? Everybody wants to ready Van Bronckhurst. But a, a joiner can only, a, a builder can only build where the tools he's got. And his horns are tied. And I mean, see this sack Van Bronckhurst, get ready to him, start again. Where do we start? It's the same squad. They have the same players. Is that if somebody's going to come in and with a magic wand and all of a sudden they're going to be brilliant they forget about the Champions League now it's done let's get the heat together they all got, should both train in the morning morning you shouldn't get a day off I wouldn't give them a day off tomorrow they'd be in the morning at 7 o'clock start with me at 7 in the morning and get into it for the game uh, against Mother on Sunday and I need to be a reaction see the, 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 I understand the, the, my, my boy's about to come in for you but she'll be greeting paying £60 for a ticket but you know what I mean? Yeah. Christ, it's, it's going to be a murder. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't laugh at other people's misfortune. But, uh, even Cammy, who's a passionate Rangers fan, uh, Matt has just summed it up brilliantly. It's, it's, it's the it's the exhaling loudly, the, the loss of words. Uh, Matt, if Matt's friends are listening, see if he phones in sick tomorrow. He's absolutely at it. Matt, have a good night, will you? Look after you yourself. See. Take care, boys. Good night. Oh, Even he's laughing. If you Brilliant. don't laugh, you'll cry. It's one of those oh, nights man. for the Rangers fans. But some of you might be crying. You can do that as well if you want. 01419511025. We'll get you next. This is Rangers versus Liverpool. The old firm in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Marvin Bartley and Cammy Bell are here at 01419511025 I know you're not supposed to make light of a serious situation for Rangers fans But that break probably seriously wasn't far off the time it took Salah to score a hat-trick 
It was incredible when you look at it. And I saw this tweet. I don't know if you follow this guy on Twitter. He's, he's, he's a kind of statistician, but he always puts a sort of strange little spin in things. A guy called Duncan Alexander. And he says that Salah's hat trick took five seconds less than the song Tiny Dancer by Elton John. Wow. There we go. Just for a bit of context. Um, <laughs> Made me feel a little bit. I should have did. You'll have that on all the way. You'll have it on repeat on the way back <laughs> to Annan tonight. Oh, do you know what? Rangers fans, see if you're having a tough night. See if you're heading back to Govan <laughs> or Bishop Briggs or Lark Hall or wherever it may be. Cammy Bell's got to drive back to Annan and think about that <laughs> defeat. Crying all so, the way. Um, bit of sympathy for him. I know some of you will have gone uh, long journeys as well. So he won't be the only one. Brian is in Bishop Briggs, funnily enough. Um, how do you feel, Brian? Uh, hiya, guys. How's you doing? Um, first of all, I'd just like to take about say I'm I'm, also, I'm I'm devastated at the way we lost that game. Um, it was just a symbolic second half. But I mean, Gordon, I would like to actually, if it was possible, can you get every single caller that is calling for Giovanni's head on a plate now? Get them all on and ask them if they felt the same way at half time when we were still in the game here. And I think. That see every single one of the players I think Cammy was spot on What he said earlier on He said to play with Rangers You need broad shoulders You need to take responsibility Every single one of the players tonight Let Giovanni And let all, your, all your, us fans down And that's that's just my thoughts on it I don't think We should be calling for the manager's head Because see at the end of the day We started the game so well We played the first half so well We, get, we, get, we took it right to Liverpool So we, we, the players just fell away Fell away um, oh, so, but if just to follow your logic, Brian, if Giovanni Van Bronckhorst gets praise for the good first half, he must get criticism for the bad second half. Then, but I don't understand. So see, so see when Giovanni goes into the dressing room at half time, does he? I mean, he's probably rearing the boys to keep going, keep going, keep doing exactly what he's are doing because we were playing brilliant. I don't understand that. I don't get. We came out the second half. I don't know if you could just maybe put it down to how. Liverpool stepped up a notch and they, they went into another gear and we just took our foot off the gas I don't know but I just don't really feel that Giovanni should be taking all the stick for this yeah. and pe- previous callers have been doing that I'm just trying to get across to no, listen, I, and by the way I'm, I'm happy for that it's one of my go-to lines on here I like to hear both sides of it because it's important to try and, and understand as many opinions as we can Marvin is that it's, it's the first defence of Giovanni Van Bronckers we've heard I would still Test Brian with that though You know If you're going to give him credit For the first half Then he needs to take the flag For the second Surely Yeah yeah, I think you know Everyone's accountable For for, for that result and, and as Brian said You know in the first half The performance was good The energy was high The turnovers were very good They were pressing high And the second half We spoke about the first 15 minutes They completely fell off of it So whether that's a tactical thing Or that's a fitness thing Or it's the players deciding Off their own back We're just going to sit off the game Whoever decided that has a lot to answer for because I don't feel they recovered from that. And then they looked leggy and then they were out of the game. And then before you know it, it was 7 1. The first 15 half, 15 minutes, sorry, of the second half was so vital. And Rangers, for me, did complete opposite to what they did in the first half and everything Brian's praising them for. I mean, Brian talks about um, the. that maybe, maybe Liverpool up to. I think pro- probably what makes it so bad tonight, Cammy, is Liverpool did up it, but maybe only after like. Three or four That's when they actually upped it You know that's when the big hitters came on That's when they were going forward at will But they, they probably had won the game before then Yeah and, and again uh, I don't think it was just down to Liverpool Up in it I think when you analyse the goals The manner of The way that Rangers lost the goals The the desire to not concede a goal I felt wasn't there 
um, especially after they probably went four behind. That's when you grit your teeth and you see as a team you get a leader on the pitch that turns around to everyone and says we do not concede another goal at Ibrox. We we don't make this five, six, seven because it's embarrassing. Um, and it asks a lot of questions which everyone is now asking. If it had ended up 4-1, everyone would be disappointed and, and downbeat about it but you're not embarrassed on your own patch and I think that's the, the biggest thing that will hurt um, the Rangers fans but I do agree with Brian that the Rangers players need to take a huge amount of responsibility for what happened tonight. They underperformed, they collapsed, their mentality wasn't good enough. It's got to be questioned, their mentality. Losing that amount of goals in the second half at home, your, your mentality has to be questioned. Okay, which players then are most culpable, Brian? I mean, you could argue in the second half, all of them. I mean, I think for, for what I've seen, uh, Ben Davies, I need to give him like a kind of a kind of shout out, if you will, because I do feel that he was really, really good tonight. I mean, but I mean, you could you could I could sit here all day, Gordon. I could sit and go through every single one of them with things that had done wrong. Um, I expected more for John Lundstrom in certain parts of the game uh, and James Tavernier as well. I I feel like. He underperformed as well. Listen, I could go on. I could, I could yeah, sit course. here. I could sit here until the show finished. Um, can I just say just one more thing just before I go? Um, of course. I'm just just uh, the other caller that was on as well. I feel like he was spot on about the recruitment side of things. I just feel when you spend five million pound on a left back and he can't even get in the first team domestically, never mind in Europe. And you could argue our best bit of business in that window, I would probably say, would be Lawrence. Um, but he's injured. That that's obviously. A, a pity because I do feel that we're missing him but I feel that uh, defend, no defend, not really defend Geo game but I just feel like he has been let down a wee bit with the recruitment the recruitment side of things in the backing Yeah I mean it feels pointless to analyse individual goals when there are seven of them Marvin because it takes quite a while I just wonder at, you know Brian mentioning the the captain it seems like such a long time ago but now that you can look back on it with the benefit of hindsight, Rangers sort of started to set the tone for their sloppiness with the first goal that they lost. I know everyone felt everyone who's come on the phone and said you know the first half was great. First half was obviously much better than the first. There's still some really disappointing moments in the first half, none more so than that goal that got Liverpool level. Most definitely, and you know that completely changed really the flow of the game for me because the next five minutes, kind of after that, Rangers began to to struggle a lot. And like you said, that that goal there is is. The worst one for me because it's so easily avoided. Getting Sakala on the toes, Tavener becoming side on. That's the captain of the football club. He has to pull. Sakala's in no man's land. He's a centre forward. When they come back to defend corners, often that happens, Gordon. You have to be ready to put him on the toes and avoid that goal. But again, it's honestly, I, I completely understand, you know, everything what the fans are saying. I, I get what Brian's saying. The first half for me as well, I totally agreement. Really, really good. Second half, so far from acceptable. And whoever made a decision, as I said, to step off the game, whether it was fitness, whether it was the manager, whether it was the players themselves, have a lot to answer for because that ended up in them getting beat 7-1. Uh, right, thank you uh, to Brian. A bit of a, a balance there or a bit of a defence, if you like, for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst because he's been getting it tight. Uh, on the phone line so far Let's bring in Graham and Easterhouse Are you forgiving the manager, Graham? Well, okay, I don't know, mate I don't know I Just absolutely gutted with it It was just What happened in the I just don't know what happened in the second half Big Barisic, man Had an absolute nightmare I came out of there I had the wee, My wee grandson, maybe And I came out and I was Absolutely gutted And I said to him I said, 70 quid for a ticket for that He said, oh, can I have that? So I'm going to 
à gros. This is this not the way it's supposed to go. Um, can't argue with that arithmetic, Marvin. Um, but yeah, when you're measuring how much, how many pounds it costs per opposition goal, you've probably had one of those nights. Especially when the ticket was that expensive. Eh? Yeah. Like, yeah, most definitely. Listen, it's. Honestly, we, we can speak to a blue in the face about it. Um, you know, I'm interested to see what Joe says after the game. I'm I'm not one for managers, you know, really publicly naming players or saying that they let the club down or anything else. But I think tonight it calls for that. I don't think it's solely on him. Yes, he's the manager. Yes, he's on the side. But those players on the pitch, we spoke about it earlier with three, four, one down. Okay, let's just sit in, boys, and not concede again. It can't go five, six, seven and get as embarrassing as it did today. So listen. It's it's such a tough one. Listen, your grandson's made me laugh, and you know I think he's cheeked me up even a little bit. So fair play to the young lad. Uh, I mean, Graham, the manager's getting a lot of stick on here. Is that fair, or do the players need to take more blame, or you know who gets it? I think the ball goes to go to a wee shot here, mate. I think for the first half, everybody was the jersey's too big for some of the players. I think it's too heavy for them. They shouldn't be there for some of them. Big Barisic, I think, there. Got to Arfield, he died a death, mate. He scored the goal and... Oh, I don't know what happened, mate. My head's bursting, it. <laughs> My head's burst. I don't think we could sum it up any better, Cammy. Heads will be burst across, well, one half of Glasgow tonight. Yeah, there'll be a lot of heads burst um, for the next few days, I think. Heads burst, Cammy, yeah, come on. Heads, in Glasgow sorry, now. Heads. Um, yeah, there'll be frustration, anger, disappointment. But again, it's... Um, it's something that Rangers need to address pretty quickly. They've got a few days of probably a lot of questions, criticism coming their way. And this is when you find out the, the Rangers players that can handle it or not because Sunday is going to be an interesting game. The fans will turn up at uh, Motherwell expecting three points. It'll be a tough game there. Um, but they'll they'll let Rangers know their, their frustration of tonight. It'll still be there on Sunday. They need to change the mindset of the Rangers fans and that'll not be easy. Yeah, I like to think we'll get the thoughts of Giovanni Van Bronckers before the end of the show, so don't go anywhere, um, because well, it's the rivalry in this city, it's the way it works, Rangers fans, you'll want answers, and rival fans, you'll probably want to hear it anyway, because that's just the way these things work, so hopefully we'll get that in before the end of the show to see how he felt it went and where it went wrong, and of course, um, Marvin, we've not found out yet how... Connor Goldson is because we might not see him anytime soon depending the severity of his injury and Ryan Jack you know so yes he's a game 7-1 and you've also lost two big characters you know two big players Connor Goldson came off was it 1-1 came off just before yeah. half time yeah. and then all of a sudden it's 7-1 been a massive massive player for Rangers over the years you know Mr Dependable always being out there and capitulation in the second half partly down to Rangers coming off it partly down to losing for me their best centre half no doubt about it so Listen, there's a lot to worry about for Rangers and, and the manager um, going forward because you're going to have to replace him. Do you stick with King in there? Do you go to a back three to give him a bit of protection for the young man? Um, you know, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And as Cammy said, they need to go to Motherwell on, on Sunday. And that's not an easy place to go at the moment with the revival under Hamill. Mm, he's gone. He's, he's burst to the extent that he's gone. I was going to bring him back <laughs> oh, in. He just hung up. He's up there. Grand, grandsons get school in the morning. To be fair. <laughs> and no dinner money now because I spent on the ticket. Whatever <laughs> yeah. he's been doing, his maths homework on the job. He's yeah. going to show off his timetable when he goes in tomorrow. Uh, grandsons eighteen, by the way. As well, <laughs> that's the weirdest bit about it. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. 
or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Dare I? I've been so busy on the phones, I've not delved in to Twitter yet. Uh, Andrew Ironside says, How can we expect the players to have fight if our manager doesn't come across like he's got any? Gerard brought back some grit to the team, and since Gio came in, it's just been a decline, says Andrew. Yeah, I think Gio's a different character from Stephen Gerrard on the sidelines He maybe doesn't show as much emotion I wouldn't say that means he doesn't care as much Obviously he wants to be successful and drive this club forward um, So yeah, again, I think he'll be really, really hurting He'll be asking himself a lot of questions tonight Whether he got things wrong um, Which I'm pretty sure he will openly admit that, that there's some decisions he maybe got wrong I'm not sure as Marv said It'll be interesting to see what was said at half time because if, if, if Rangers were instructed to sit off the game, I think that was that is a massive mistake because that's where it changed. Half time, Rangers were, were were well in the game in the first half and if it had continued that first half and didn't have the break, um, that would have suited Rangers because they were they were absolutely fine, but the second half they were just a different team and the the, the the goals the collapse from the goals they conceded is a worrying sign for Rangers because that that's not like a Rangers team that I've seen before. Just watching um, the goals back there. Sorry, Gordon. The, the, the second, third, fourth goal, and probably the fifth are avoidable. Yeah, taking the first out of it because it should have that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. You can't do that in the Champions League. Just watching them back, it's, it's unbelievable. That, that, that's probably the biggest disappointment for me is that none of them goals are worldy goals, top corners, and we're like, wow, Salah's done something amazing. It's all been gifts. Yeah. Bit of a mix away. You, they still obviously had that level to punish as well. There weren't easy goals for Liverpool to score. I know what you're saying in the sense of Rangers can do more, but was it not the perfect storm in that Rangers were so slack and Liverpool were clinical? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll give you that most definitely. But I think, you know, if you offer up those chances mm. domestically, I think you're going to concede four yep. or five of those. Yep. That, that's the level of goals yeah. that, that they score. Uh, okay, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Rangers fans, you'll want an explanation. And other people might be interested in hearing how he sums it up as well. We're going to do that next, so stay right there. This is Rangers versus Liverpool. Old Firm in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Let's quickly hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst then. A 7-1 defeat to Liverpool. How did the Rangers manager react and how will you react to his reaction? Well, it's very hard to uh, to explain at the moment, uh, to process. I'm still processing the game, especially the second half. As you said, we started the game really well, first half, um, played uh, played really well, um, we knew the strength of Liverpool of course with their pressing and I think we um, we played well over their press with, with, with balls behind their their defence, playing from the second ball and, and continue our um, attack from, from those moments, I think we uh, scored the goal also in a great moment, in a transition moment. Um, and then uh, I think started already how we gave the corner away. We knew that if you play short passes after short passes, they will press you, and when you lose, they will be very dangerous. Well, I think that was the first moment we did that, uh, conceded uh, the corner kick and, and got the goal against. First half and, and the last half an hour was night and day, comparison how we how we played, um, and that difference in level that's too much in Champions League overall performance the result uh, is not the way we want to represent this club 
So that's uh, that's uh, no excuses for this performance. Today. It's usually pretty level. It's about as emotional, or you know, as, as we've heard Giovanni van Bronckhorst, um, maybe just by his standards. Roddy, let's squeeze one more in before we go. How do you feel tonight? Hi, hi, Gordon. Uh, I was just utterly dejected. Um, was at the game and um, just really, really poor. I think obviously Golden going off had a had a big impact on us, but just the the absolute failure in the second half to even string a few passes together and just comedy defending. I mean, I don't think Van Bronckers is going to go. I think you'll you'll see out the season, but I just I think it only ends one way now. And see how does he lift that team now after that? I mean, it was it was embarrassing, really. So not the end, but the beginning of the end. Is that the way you feel? I think so. I I think it's I think this can only go one way. I mean, we've seen this play out before. You know, managers. I don't think they have a great you know <laughs> record of coming back from that type of defeat. And and he's only ever going to be one one defeat, a one poor performance. And let's be honest, there's been enough of them this season. That you know, I don't really see how it's going to pan out for him now. And it's a shame because he has you know he came in he's a likable guy and he's, he's he's rode on a lot of the success last season in Europa, obviously. And, Everyone loved that, but I mean, it's it's not happened at all this season. And tonight was just, yeah, Liverpool a great side, you know, no doubt about it. But the second half performance was utterly dreadful. Uh, utterly dreadful. It's the least you can expect from Giovanni van Bronckers, Marvin. I'm not trying to dish out any awards for this, but he, he was using some strong language there. Like I said, it's it's not usually his style, but that probably sums up just how bad it was for him to be part of. Yeah, no, exactly. And rightfully so, by the way, with the strong words that he used. And like you said, he's normally calm, cool and collected. Um, he didn't raise his voice, but he let you know know in certain terms that is not good enough for Rangers Football Club and he's right. And and as I said, you know, looking back at these goals, yes, the manager's going to take some flack, but, but sometimes you can't tell your players that they have to tackle. You can't tell your players they have to get close. If, listen, whilst we can go and play now against Salah, and one thing we would try and do is not to let him in on his on his left foot. So that's not that's not down to the manager. That's down to individuals letting the manager down, defending in that way. And we've been speaking on the break. Hmm. Do that in the SPFL, you're going to concede goals. And I, and I get it. Listen, he has to take some of the blame. But some of those players really, really let not only the manager down, but the club down as well today and the fans. I mean, Roddy is a very measured assessment from Roddy. He's not on here saying the manager must go, Cammy, but he doesn't think things come back from here quickly. He doesn't, he doesn't think it gets better from here. Do you understand that? Yeah, I do and I don't because ultimately Rangers need to move forward. Um, they can if 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 Giovanni Van Bronckhorst isn't the manager to take Rangers forward, then they need to move on from him um, because they can't. For me, they can't go into domestic form. They're after the title, so if we're just saying, all right, we'll we'll stick with Giovanni till the end of the season and and we'll see where we go with this, but he's probably going to let us down. We're not going to win anything this season. Make the decision just now. If, if if that's what we believe that is the right decision, then you have to be brave and make it. I'm not saying that is the right decision, but what I'm saying is, it needs to be a manager that's going to take the club forward. They can't stand still. They've stood still for long enough. Okay, we'll leave it there, Roddy. Thank you very much. That seems like a, a sensible uh, conclusion to finish things on. Disappointment, measured disappointment from Roddy. Any school bride. Thank you to Marvin and to Cami. Thank you to you lot out there for listening, for calling in, for tweeting. That was quite the end to the show. It's not the positive end to the show you want from the Scottish teams in Europe, but it certainly was dramatic. Rangers losing at home to Liverpool 7-1. It was an absolute capitulation in the second half, so much so that we will be reacting to this for days and days to come. I have no doubt about it. So with that in mind, make sure you join us at 6 o'clock tomorrow with Gordon DL 
and Mark Wilson We'll look back on the week as a whole For Scottish clubs in Europe Because Hearts play as well Not an entirely classic week so far uh, Let's see what Robbie Nielsen's side can do In the meantime, enjoy your night Amber is up next And we'll speak to you at 6 tomorrow <laughs>